Hi, you have enjoyed and benefited so much listening to season one and season two of Solar Voice, haven't you? Season one was full of all of the amazing insights that Antono brought to you, secrets to master change within. And in season two, he took you to places that no one has been to before, installations all the way for your unconscious. Season three is going to be a mix of both. We're going to have some episodes of insights. We're going to have some installations. It's going to be a mix of both. It's going to have its own flavor. And I want you to enjoy, immerse, continue to benefit superbly from season three as well. Antonio, over to you. A lady came in looking very, 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 very broken and sad. And I met her in the past. She runs an NGO. She does some fantastic work in saving the lives of so many people from injustice that's done because they belong to a particular tribe. And... uh, When we first met, she wanted certain emotional choices as well as the financial growth for her NGO to impact the number of people she wanted to impact. She achieved all of that. She got over 20 times more in funding than she had done all her career. So I kept wondering, what is it that makes her look so troubled. Why would someone be so troubled when they're actually getting to the next level while they're progressing? In during the course of the event, I asked her, what brings you here? And she said, I want to be a better person. And then I got what's going on with her. It's something that happens to the best of us and we don't even realize when it happens. So I got up on stage for a demonstration and I was talking to her. It turned out that she thinks that there is a problem in her character because she isn't doing as much as there is to do for this particular segment of the society that she's helping and trying to help. So here's the thing. She's the only person doing something about that cause. She's helped thousands of women already. She's already garnered finances to help another 10,000 more. And she's doing what she can in her power, in her capacity. And part of her life, like, she stays away from her husband because she's doing this mission work. And she is committed and dedicated to it. And all of her life is going towards that particular outcome. She's not even been spending time for herself in a long time. So the word that keeps coming to me is like she's sacrificing and 
she's putting in all she's got and a part of her life a big part of her life is just serving this community and there she is sitting and thinking she has to be a better person and there's something deeply wrong about her character and if you think about it for a moment you may have references of how sometimes there are these um, people in college, in school, you may have had friends who are like the top person in the class, like they achieve like the maximum marks and they would have spent like the entire week before the exam preparing and studying and they still feel like they haven't studied enough. Now while it comes to exams, while it comes to studies, that's okay but when it comes to your self-image of what you think about yourself it can be very very dangerous because the real challenge was not that she's a bad person the real challenge was she's not inspirational yet for a tribe to form for a group of people to come and assist and support her and what she had to realize is for her to be inspirational, she had to be congruent about the fact that this is safe for someone to join hands with. And she had autoimmune disease. She couldn't move her hands much. She had a lot of pain in her body. And all of these things are an outcome of her continuously judging that she isn't a great person and living in an unhappy space. And when we realized that, and she realized it, it was an instant shift in her body. It was as if her hands and shoulders that were frozen for a long time just freed up. And through the session, we closed with the idea that if she wanted other young girls to join her in this mission, then she has to be a living example of full congruence and that cannot be achieved without her wholesome health and wholesome living because to expect someone young to throw away their life to come and join your cause isn't fair and to say it is otherwise isn't congruent until you start living a life that's worth for that young team of leaders to see and feel, oh, we like to share for this course and it's, it's not going to come in the way of our living. See, here is an example. Now, the other thing about character judgment is often it's also the other way. Sometimes there are people who do certain things in their life because they're just, at that moment, that's the best thing that they could have done. And sometimes it's possible that we think that they did it because they don't love us or they don't care for us or inherently that person isn't a good person. So the next time you feel like you are guilty or the next time you feel someone else is you know a bad person maybe it might just 
take a moment to realize that sometimes people don't do what they want to do. People do what they are able to do. And I think that the biggest problem in the world right now is there are so many good people where there is a big gap between the intent and the capabilities. And capabilities is the most overlooked ability when it comes to creating impact. So maybe before you be too hard on yourself, maybe you just want to let it unpause for a while until that moment arrives when it feels easy to do the things that you want to do for the people you want to do. Now, one of the quick um, hacks that I give people is that you want to be in a high-performance state when you're making conclusions about people, about yourself, about anyone else. And a lot of times, it's very difficult for you to know if you're in a high-performance state or not. And um, we did this experiment once where we got this helmet that allows you to read 16 EEG signals. And since in our business, we pattern people's high-performance states, that leads to the incredible results that you may have heard or witnessed. We have an idea of when people are in high-performance states, and then we pattern that, and we started seeing what the machine shows when someone is in a high-performance state. And then we ran an experiment. We put the machine on people's head, and we started calibrating when they were in high-performance states, and when, when they were in high-performance states, and when they weren't in high-performance states. And everyone, when they were in high-performance states, they knew they were in high-performance states. But 99% of the time, when they were in less than optimal states or unresourceful states, they still thought they were in high-performance states. So how do you avoid the costly mistake of coming to wrong conclusions about yourself or another person, you hold on, you, you delay coming to that conclusion until you're in a high performance state. Because what happens is when something happens in our lives, we kind of you know, instantly come to a conclusion and it just feels like after like a day or two you've forgotten about it and it doesn't bother you much. But deep down at your unconscious level, at a very deep subconscious level, that conclusion in that fleeting movement that you made has become a living seed for the relationship you have with that person. And if that person is yourself and you made a wrong seed, then you're just allowing for a tree to grow from a seed that you wouldn't have planted in the first place. So 
it's important that when you come to conclusions, if at this moment in time you do not have the choice to not like just like, you know, go crazy in your thinking about that person and and wild in your in in all the things you think that person is, it's very important that you revisit that moment in your head later from a from a high performance state and then come to a different conclusion all over again. So one of the ways to do that is to be in high performance and when you're in high performance go through that situation again like you would see a movie where you imagine a big theater screen or the sky and you see yourself in that situation like a third person along with all the other things in the environment and go over that moment and reevaluate was it a capability challenge or was it character and one of the simplest tests I have for you to know if you're in high performance is to hold a smile. Any situation, any reflective thinking, any introspection that you may do for yourself or, of an, or, or you may do to understand your relationship with another person, if you can hold a slight smile now you don't have to be like a clown circus going and you know like that's not what I'm referring to just a sm slight smile like as if you are eager and curious to visit this conclusion in your head all over again where your cheek muscles are relaxed where when you hold that smile it doesn't feel like you're holding a smile. It feels like you're smiling at the situation because you know you're going to learn something from it in a variety of different ways than you have until now. So that's the easiest way to test if you're in high performance because it's very difficult for people to... Um, smile a proper smile even if it is ever so slightly for long enough when you're not in high performance yeah i have seen that you know in try people try to fake it like one side of the smile is longer than the other side um you could actually see two muscles fighting with each other one pulling like like the the area around your lips uh, in one direction and then another pulling it down so that's how it works it's a it's a very simple it's a most easily ignored and missed out um, thing in communication as well um, but I think smile can do wonders especially if you use it as a way for a long time I was thinking how do I find a device how do I find this helmet and tweak it to something that people can have access to all the time and can interpret those data lines themselves. So part of my business is working on the machine learning required to achieve that.
And along the way, I found this quick hack. It's so easy. And especially when you're making conclusions, or if you made a conclusion in that moment, and you know, you're absolutely sure that someone is a good person or a bad person from a single moment, from a single incident, go revisit that conclusion. And this time when you do, make sure you're doing it when you're capable to hold a smile long enough. <laughs>